turn your radios off. It's about to be lit. It's going down. It's crazy. It's louder than high school holla. Hold your airwaves, Hoster. Holla, Chicago. Shaw City, what's happening? Welcome to another Saturday edition of the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. It's your boy, Steven Spoon Ramsey, repping for the great class of 88. We welcome those of you from Chicago and all surrounding areas to the best show in Chicago for high school sports, the H2S2 show. I have to give you a bit of bad news. We just received notice that the big Chicago City Baseball classic that we've been talking about all month long has been canceled between the Jackson State Tigers and the Chicago State Cougars. Unfortunately, we don't have much more details than that, but I'm sure you can go to their website and figure out details for refunds if you already purchased tickets for that event. On a brighter note, we have some Chicago area high school coaches that have been recognized by the IBCA, that's the Illinois Basketball Association, making the 2018 list for coaches of the year, which came out this week. So big hollers out to all the coaches who made this year's list. Those coaches from the Chicago area were Harvey Jones from Cordless, Lewis Thorpe from North Lawndale, and Dorothy Gators from Marshall. Congrats to all of those coaches. Now, Personally, I think there were some coaches deserving to make the list that didn't make the list, such as Lou Adams from Orr, Harlan's Girls basketball coach Eddie Niles, Coach Nick Irvins from Morgan Park. They went back-to-back and won it twice. I'm just saying, that's my personal opinion, just to name a few coaches that I think should be on that list. On today's show... We introduce you to two CPS students who won a contest sponsored by the Chicago White Sox. It's a video contest. Jerry Galloway and Xavier Ross, these shining stars repping for Percy L. Julian High School. The Jaguars will be on today's show. We're always wanting to let you know about programs in our area for youth that teaches them how to become better athletes while keeping them off the streets. Coach Howard Martin tells us about Ross athletic basketball program another grassroots program in the Chicago area we have a special guest on the coaches chatterbox we sit with Whitney Young alumni and new UIC Flames women head basketball coach Tasha Pointer joins us on the show we've told you about an all girls wrestling squad out of Chicago called Beat the Streets we sit down with the coach of Beat the Street Lloyd Jimenez and these divas on the wrestling man about an awesome program in Chicago. That's Indiva Sports. Family, we got a jam-packed show and it's all for you on the best show in Chicago, the H2S2 show for high school sports. Give us a holler on any of our social media networks on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. You can find us at Urban Fieldhouse. Also, like our Facebook page, the High School Holler Sports Show. We're trying to get at least 5,000 thumbs up. We surpassed 5,000 and listens, why not? We going all out, baby. If you're preparing for a signing day event this spring, let us know the details. We'd love to come out. Just holler at us directly on any of our social media links, and we'll cover your signing day and celebrate with you. When we return to Julia Jaguar, step into the spotlight as our shining stars. Up next on the High School Holler Sports Show. 
My name is Jury Galloway, and I attend Percy L. Julian High School. And you're listening to High School Hollow Sports Show. Praise the Lord. We like, get life at Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. or weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suite located at 16245 South LaGrange, in Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac B. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests. Because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest, but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church, Homewood Suites, Portland Park, Illinois. Hey Chicago, this is Pastor Isaac B. Green of Life Church, representing the class of 1988 in the Julian Jaguars on the High School Holler Sports Show. Welcome back to the H2S2 show. That music sounds off that we are prepared to introduce to you another shining star talent from Chicago that shines in the sport, in the classroom, and in the community. That's what this segment is all about, and it's being brought to you by Life Church, who believes in developing relationships that create and foster a space that's not only church but feels just like home. Life Church is a place where people receive help, healing, and hope according to the gospel of Jesus Christ. To learn more about their worship services and ministries, you can visit www.getthelife.org, the official sponsors of the H2S2 Shining Star segment. Now, this past Monday, the Chicago White Sox invited students from the Chicagoland and Northeast Indiana area to take part in a video contest as they celebrated the spirit and legacy of Jackie Robinson. Students had to produce a short video honoring current or former baseball player that they felt embodied those things that the great Jackie Robinson stood for. The winners were announced at Guarantee Rate Field during a pregame ceremony before the White Sox took on the Seattle Mariners. And I'm proud to say that both of the top finalists were representatives of Chicago Public Schools. One's a junior, the other's a senior from Percy L. Julian, home of the Jaguars. We introduce to you the winner of the White Sox video contest, Jerry Galloway, and the first runner-up, Xavier Ross, our two H2S2 shining stars. Exclusive hot new high school holla. Here it comes. Spoon Ramsey with the High School Hall of Sports Show here at Guarantee Rate Field, home of the Chicago White Sox, as they celebrate the spirit of Jackie Robinson, and they had a video contest. And I'm speaking with two finalists from Percy L. Julian, Jerry Galloway, and Xavier Ross, and the winner, Jerry. Congratulations on that great video about Mimi Peanut Johnson. Thank you. What kind of preparation went into your video? It was just thinking about who could qualify, I guess, for me to make the video for it. And it was the month of March, so the month for women. And I thought of Mamie Peanut Johnson and just the history of women in general of what we've been through. You went with girl power. Yes, and girl power. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The research and the time, how long did it take to come up with it? Probably about two weeks, two and a half weeks. 
to come up with, um, writing out the scripts, getting the pictures, making sure I have the correct information. And also for Mamie, it was a little bit harder because it was not that much information just about her because it was so long ago and back then technology wasn't advanced at all. So it was really tough, but, you know, had to get through it and um, found the information and wound up winning. While you were doing your research, did you learn anything about your subject that you didn't know before? Yes, I didn't know Mamie Peanut Johnson was African-American baseball player and a woman at that. And what were you hoping that people got from your videos? Just her coming over obstacles and that we can all do it if we just put our minds to it and that she has changed the way how sports all looked because she was first African-American baseball player. Now, what was the experience like when you first found out? How did you find out you were the winner? I was in my room and I had got an email. I was reading it and I was becoming very, very anxious. And when I opened it, it said that I was able to pitch. So I knew that that was first prize and I was really happy. I told my mom, I told my teacher, I texted her. I was just so happy, screenshotted it, posted on um, social media. Really, really happy. Well, I, I want to get mom in here real quick. Mom, talk about this young lady. You got to be super proud of this house. Yes, I'm extremely proud. Uh, since kindergarten, she's been an honor student. I'm just proud that she's staying in the same lane as being motivated, positive, and determined. I'm very, very proud. I'm practically speechless. Before the first pitch, you spoke about somebody who might be looking down upon this moment and be very proud of this young lady. Yes, my dad, he was a baseball diehard fan, and he loved the Cubs and the White Sox. To honor him in heaven, I just know that he's proud right now, even though he's not here, because this is a sport that he truly had a love for. Jaree, hearing that, you got to feel great about being a winner. I do. I do. I do. I feel great. Um, I just wish he was here, and it would make him so happy, so I feel great about it. You got to have an acceptance speech, an award speech. Who would you like to say thanks to? We, we call it giving a holler to. Who would you like to holler out to? I would like to holler to my mom, Ms. Saunders, Mr. Smith for helping me with the video. My grandfather, because, you know, I wouldn't do it um, without him. Mamie Peanut Johnson, you know, for uh, setting that example. How was it for that first pitch? How'd you feel out there? Very, very nervous, <laughs> so I just kind of threw the ball any kind of way. I just, I don't know. I was just really, really nervous, but I was happy that I was able to You did a great job, and congratulations. Thank you. Xavier, come on in here, man, because you had a tremendous video as well. Who did you cover? Uh, Harold Baines. What made you choose Harold Baines? Uh, they told me that he was a judge. Oh, a little inside information there, Xavier. <laughs> yeah, I have to go ahead and get that W, you feel me? <laughs> Xavier, you not only go to Percy L. Julian, but you play baseball. Yes, yes. And what position do you play? I play short and outfield center. Now, did you learn anything from the preparation and time that took to make your video? Yeah, I learned that Harold Baines, he has a scholarship going to help students. What inspired you to even enter the contest? Mostly Miss Saunders, because she said, you're a baseball player, so why not? I was like, yeah, of course. Now, this got to be a great honor. You got a cool jersey here with the number 42 Jackie Robinson thing. What did you know about the legacy of Jackie Robinson and the spirit that he offered? He gave black people the chance to play any sport they wanted. Like, major league together, like NBA, NFL. He's, like, trailblazing. Black people in sports. When you heard about this opportunity and you heard you were one of the finalists, how did you feel about that? I, look, I didn't really believe it, to be honest. I thought they was playing with me. You thought it was a prank? Yeah, I thought it was a joke. And then I read the email, I was like, wow. So I told everybody. 
what do you take away from this moment, man? This is a great moment for you guys. I'm, I don't know. I'm shaking. Okay. <laughs> it's, still, it's still settling in. Yeah. Isn't it? It's like, it's really happening. It's kind of surreal. Congratulations. Well deserved. Thank you for joining us, man. Thank you. Thank you. We have the women behind these two students who encouraged them to come out with this great video entries. Miss Kimberly Saunders from Percy L. Julian. Tell us about how you're feeling right now, two of your students being the finalists. The feeling is unimaginable because I've never had two students to win this contest, first and second place, but we won a couple of years ago, first place. So to have two win, I can't describe how good that makes me feel. Don't make me cry. <laughs> Now tell us about these two shining stars that we're calling. So I'll start with Xavier. He is our senior, and he is an outstanding kid. He's an athlete, very soft-spoken, but probably one of the nicest kids I've ever met. He's willing to help everybody, and he just does a great job at his work. And he wants to camera person. Jaree is a junior, and she is a writer, a director. Some days she's the teacher, whether I have control over it or not. She's telling the kids what to do. So she wants to be uh, the first black female to win a Academy Award for directing. So that's kind of, she wants to pursue directing and cinematography. She is outstanding. So she's one of my top students overall, out of all levels. Yes. How does it feel, you guys representing Percy L. Julian and Chicago Public Schools in a contest that was not only for Chicagoland, it was for Northwest Indiana? You know, a lot of times CPS schools get so much bad press, and I hope today that people see and understand that CPS is not about some of the stereotypes, that we have kids who want to have careers, who want to make a difference in their communities, who are talented, who can write, who can direct, who can produce. So. You know, it just warms my heart that they really want to do it, but I want people to know that not just at Julian, but at Corliss, Finger, other schools, there are kids like Jury and Xavier. We have another educator here. Come on in here. Come on. Joseph Smith is joining us, from, also from Percy L. Julian. What's your feeling for these two young shining stars, as we're calling them? I'm extremely uh, proud of these two uh, from an engineering and a technical standpoint. They're really um, pushing forward and learning more and more each day. Um, and I'm just so proud to uh, have that video displayed today. As educators, are you amazed at the job these two did? In a way, no. Because we expect this out of them. We teach them what to do. Yeah, so it's like this is what they're supposed to be doing. And in fact, if we take it back, we'll say, oh, you could have fine-tuned this. You could have done this. So we're always pushing them to improve but no I expect this and more. Mr. Smith you've been around them. What, did you did you see this? <laughs> yes absolutely I pushed her in class to do more and more and get the video tighter and tighter because I knew they were uh, winning videos. Smith and Saunders you guys did a great job and we're thanking you guys for bringing out two of CPS Shining Stars congratulations to Percy L. Julian Jaguar Nation should be proud that's right. We appreciate the interview. Thank you. Thank you, guys. High School Holla. Once again, we want to congratulate Jerry Galloway, the winner of the White Sox Jackie Robinson video contest, along with Xavier Ross and the Percy L. Julian Jaguars. Great job in representing the city of Chicago. I don't know what the other school's going to do because Julian seems to be winning it. This time they won both first and second place. Y'all better step up. 
Well, step out the game. I'm trying to tell you the Jaguars are serious about this. Now, if you're a student athlete and want to be nominated as our next shining star, or if you're a student that's doing something sports related, get your principal, athletic director, or coach to nominate you simply by contacting us through our website at www.urbanfieldhousemedia.com. All they have to do is tell us why you should be our next H2S2 shining star. They need to include your accomplishment in the sport that you play, in the classroom, and your involvement in the community. That's it. And you may have a chance to be a guest on the H2S2 Shining Star. Now, another great way we showcase our Shining Stars is, as I mentioned at the start of the show, is by coming and covering your spring signing day. We make an effort to come out to as many signing days as we are invited to. The missus and I, we enjoy it. And it's another great way for us to highlight you on the H2S2 Shining Star segment. Now, at times, our calendar fills up. Maybe you're a student who enjoys sports and have some journalism skills, willing to help us cover some of these signing days and other athletic events. You can do so by becoming a member of our H2S2 reporting crew. You can even have an opportunity to join me on H2S2. Now go grab a pen and paper so you can learn on how you can join the H2S2 reporting crew. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the High School Holla Sports Show. Hi, this is Coach Howard Martin from Raw Athletics Basketball Program, and you're listening to the High School Holler Sports Show. Welcome back to the H2S2 Show. It's time now for some real talk and city talk, brought to you by our friends at Be Unique Fashions, located at 1971 West 111th Street in Chicago. They provide women with trendy, unique clothing and accessories at affordable prices. You can also shop online at their website. That's the letter B, UniqueFashions.com. And also check out their latest styles and fashion available on Instagram. Go and search for them at Be Unique Fashions, the official sponsor of the H2S2 City Talk segment. This week edition of City Talk, we talk with Coach Howard Martin of Raw Athletic Basketball Program, another grassroots program in the area that aims to mentor and train young men in the sport of basketball while providing standards with coaches that prove to be great role models. Here's our interview with Coach Howard Martin as he tells us more about the Raw Athletic Program. High School Holler. Here it is. It's a 
another edition of City Talk. We always are looking to let you know about programs throughout the city of Chicago that offer youth in Chicago training and mentoring through sports, keeping them out for the streets while learning to become better athletes. One of those programs is the Raw Athletic Basketball Program. And here to tell us all about it is Coach Howard Martin. Welcome to the H2S2 High School Hall of Sports Show, Coach Martin. Thanks for having me. We always ask our guest, Coach Martin, to tell us a little bit about their high school experience and what it was like for you going through high school. Well, my high school, I went to uh, Lane Tech High School. I was a decent basketball player. I'm actually a pretty good basketball player. I didn't play at Lane. I was a good student, but I was not doing the right things at that time. So I always kept playing basketball. I played in hard districts. I played with some of my guys on the team, coached by Coach Dennis Holmes, called No Dope Express. We traveled around playing different cities, all-star teams and stuff like that. I've been coaching for about nine years, youth level, AU. First started with a team called Chicago Thunder. Me and one of my guys, Calvin Grover, coaching that team uh, for a few years. Then I took a little bit of a break. I uh, coached four years at High Park High School. Then I took a year break after that, and then I've been coaching at Long, uh, coached at Longwood this season. The name of my organization is Raw Athletics. R-A-W, it stands for Real Athletes Work. That's because that's what we want. We want those guys that's going to come in and put the work. Raw Athletics has been around for three years. It's our third year. We started with uh, one team, a 15U team, which is now a 17U team. We still have a couple players left over from that team. This year, we currently have 17U team, 16U team, and uh, 13U team. So the program is growing. We are uh, always looking for new players. 13U and 16U, they definitely could need additional players. 17U, we're doing pretty good, but we're always interested in players that's willing to learn and get better and uh, get some exposure. What ages do you start training these young people? I would say eight, nine years old is a good age to start. When they're showing interest in it to get them involved, I would say five to eight hours a week if they really like it then intensify because it's going to be beneficial to them. The, the more work you lay at an early age, the better foundation they have to build off of. And then showing them the, the correct way at an early age so they don't pick up bad habits, you know, carry them on throughout their career because it's hard to break those bad habits once they have them. Now, what does it take for a kid to be qualified in your program? Is there a tryout? Oh, definitely. We have a tryout every year, March. We, we definitely do a tryout. We, we mentor kids. We mentor the kids that's actually a part of our program. And if the kids st- stay in contact with us or we stay in contact with them we're always involved with kids mentoring them in some kind of way I, I keep in contact with just about all the players that play with me it may, it may be a few that I don't for whatever reason they don't have a phone but I, I'm always trying to keep in contact and seeing what they're doing whether through social media phone calls text or something so I, I really want to hammer that home coach no matter what coach Howard Martin and the coaches are going to stay on them wherever school they go to that's true, wherever school they go. My philosophy about this whole thing is it takes a whole community to develop a, a player, a person, to make good individuals. Me, myself, personally, with, with my team, I don't have any star players. All my players are good players. They're good athletes, they're good students, and that's what I want. I don't want to deal with a person that thinks they're bigger than the organization or bigger than the team because that takes away from what we're trying to do. Everybody I got right now in the organization, I believe, is going to play on the next level, whether it's D2, D3, D1, JUCO, NAI. They're going to play somewhere, and I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that happens. I've been doing this for a while, so I've been around training guys and and, and doing things with guys, so I've always been some kind of mentor to young men that's been in my life because I don't want to see them go down the wrong path because it's, it's so many of our young men are just go the wrong way and it's not necessary. Let's talk about that for a minute. I've seen a lot of AAU 
programs such as Raw Athletics. And when you think about it, there are quite a few talented young men out here. A program like Raw Athletics often gives these young men extra exposure. Talk about how important it is to get young men groomed to the experience of being seen. Well, yeah, it definitely gives them the uh, exposure to be seen. But we do more than just try to get them the exposure. We try to teach them the right way to get the exposure. Don't argue with the coaches. Don't argue with your parents. Don't talk back to fans, referees. All of that plays a big factor in your recruitment because they're looking at everything that you do. You're not just getting graded on what type of player you are. There's a lot of good players, but they want to see what kind of character you have. We try to help them with the character issues that some of them may have, especially when you've been seen in that exposure event, because all of that is important. I agree with that, Coach Martin, because I've seen and you see players thinking they're bigger than the program. So I'm glad you mentioned that. And I want our young listeners to understand the importance of body language, being a team player, and that coaches are watching that, right? Yes, sir. Coaches are watching. I think someone, I, I want to say Derek Ellison, but I'm not 100% sure if they uh, tweeted something out about the parents as well, arguing with the referees and things like that. Those scouts are looking at the parents as well as the players. They're not just looking at the players. You're recruiting the whole family. They, they're looking at everything around because they want to know what kind of person they're bringing in because their job is it's not a high school position where the high school coaches are more lenient with the things and the attitudes and stuff that go on, but the college coaches aren't because their whole salary is based off getting good quality kids in because they can't bring in the people that are bad because it's going to be a reflection on them. How important is a program like Raw Athletic to the city of Chicago? I think it's, it is of utmost importance. We provide kids with opportunities travel, get a lot of exposure, plus we mentor these kids. They get exposed to things that they may not have had the opportunity to see. Like, we've had people that never flown on the plane when we took them out to Vegas before. So, just a lot of different things that I think we offer at this time. And it's, it's going to grow from where we are right now, but it's just small things that they're seated. You wouldn't believe that a kid at that age had never seen it. One of your coaches, he had his arm around one of your kids, and he was telling him, remember we had that one-on-one. What people don't see at practice or people notice, you guys take a one-on-one approach with these young men. Talk about how important that is, that they see men being positive role models to them. That's absolutely true. I communicate with my players daily. You know, maybe not all of them. Some need it more than others. Sometimes I can see a player feeling down because of what's playing time, maybe the way he plays, or it could be something outside of basketball. And I may pull them to the side and talk to them. I may call them later that evening. But it's those things that are needed on basketball that a lot of these kids are missing. These streets out here. The summer is no joke in the city of Chicago. So that one-on-one even plays even a bigger role when the summer is. Definitely, definitely. When the summer's here, we, during those months that we have them, we try to keep them in the gym. We try to keep them around something positive. And I follow all my players on social media, so if I see them posting something, I see them doing something, or I talk to them and I think they need a word of encouragement or just be safe and just another thing to let them know that, you know, be careful out here because it's that time of year, I'm going to do it. I give them a call, I give them a text and say, hey, you know, watch what you're doing. Or take that down or just whatever. You know, you you getting into something you shouldn't be into. How can our listeners who want to support your program be able to support these young men and yourself? Contact with me yeah, for training things through social media. I got a, a GoFundMe text, call, whatever. As long as they get in contact with me, we'll find a way that they can help the program, donate to the program, anything, any questions or whatever, they can contact me directly. I'm not a person that won't get back to them or answer the phone. Is there anything in particular that the Raw athletes could use from our listeners someone has things that they can donate is there something in particular that you might need oh yeah definitely 
uh, Gatorade, waters. We'll take all of it. Any, any, any of that is always needed. Gear, whatever, whatever they think we need, we'll take it. We're not turning anything away. I want to always give our guests an opportunity, as we say, to speak to the people who supported not only you throughout your coaching career, but also Raw Athletic Program. What we like to say, give a hollow out to those who have been behind. Oh, definitely. I like to thank my entire coaching staff, number one. Hodge uh, Martin, Spocka Macklin, Aaron Spears, Frank Wilson, Tim Greer. These guys are doing an awesome job. And on, on top of that, I'd like to thank some of the people that have mentioned me as far as coaches, like Marvin Bryan, coach over at Harlan. I introduced you to him the other day. He's a great guy to get on the show, too, as well. You want to hook that up for me, Coach? I'm going to hook that up for you. I'd like to thank all the parents, because really, we're a grassroots organization. Without the parents' participation and the sponsors, they, they sponsor their own kids. We raise money for some of the kids that are a little bit less fortunate, but the parents, without them bringing them to the practices, getting them to the tournaments, none of this would be possible. Coach Martin, we want to thank you. I want to encourage everyone, come out, support Raw Athletics Basketball Program, and they do great things in training and mentoring. And once again, Coach Martin, how can they reach you? My Twitter, Raw Athletics Zero, on Facebook, Howard Martin, or they can call me, text me, 773-370-0659. Coach Howard Martin, appreciate you being a guest on City Talk in the High School Holler Sports. Thanks, Boom. High School Holler. Now, we have a bonus for you because many of the other coaches and assistants rarely get any love or recognition with the media, yet they play a very important role in helping mold young minds into young adults. Well, here on the H2S2 show, we like to give love to all coaches. So when we return, we'll hear from two of the coaches from the Raw Athletic Program. Holler back with more of the H2S2 show. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in Illinois is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, it just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. School Holler. Steven Spoon Ramsey with the High School Holler Sports Show. We've been talking to Coach Howard Martin about Raw Athletic Basketball Program, and we're now joined with two of his coaches, and we want them to let you know a little bit more about their influences on these young Alongside, I have Aaron Spears. And also Shabaka Macklin. Shabaka, Aaron, talk about how important a, a program such as Raw Athletic Basketball helped these young men. Uh, we're just trying to give them the basic uh, principles of being a ball player, which is first uh, being a good student, overall just being a good person. And, uh, we also work on things in basketball as far as discipline, work on their ball handling, work on their skill, their determination, just overall mentally and physically attributes of being a ball player and a student athlete. And we just try and teach just being a good person overall. What are some of the rewards? Well, one of the big things that the kids are going to be able to get is the filter of what it takes to be a college athlete. The college standard you must be able to meet. And one of the things that our young kids, they don't have the emotional component when they come in to understand that, number one, you are who you are on paper, number-wise. So if you had a 2.8, a, a 3.5, or a, a below a 2 at a 1.5 or 1.7, you just don't qualify no matter how good you are. So it's to get that realistic piece into them. And then outside of that, it's the standard of basketball you must play at. 
If you want to play Division One basketball, then you have to have a Division One work ethic. You have to have a Division One character, and you have to have a Division One responsibility and accountability about yourself. So that's ingrained in everything that we do to show that. One thing I will say is that with Raw Athletics and after they finish the season, we connect not only with the basketball part, but really like Coach A just said, the character part of it that's just hugely able to get recruited. I want you guys to hear your high school experience so that the younger student athletes can have an idea and something to aspire to be. Well, my high school, you know, it was a, it was a little bit of a struggle. Like, I wasn't a ready-made player, you know, like some of my guys in my class, like Sean Dockery and Will Bynum's. They were special kids, you know, they were already put together. You know, I had to do a little bit more work and put, do a little more extra to develop my game. It, was, it just didn't come so easy. So I would probably practice twice a day, sometimes three times a day. Come in the morning to work out, go to practice after school, and then I would go to another gym and go and try and apply that game-wise as far as playing. So and it, and it started to pay off around my senior year. But for the first two years of high school, it was a struggle. But for anybody who is not at a certain level that, that everybody say they're supposed to be, never give up and just believe in yourself. And that's really all I did. I just believe. Tell us about your high school experience and what, what it was for you going through the high school. It was great. Um, I came up in the 90s um, at Kenwood Academy High School. I played with Nazi Muhammad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great experience. I, I played point guard, and I had a great experience in terms of you know, finding out what hard work is all about. I was one of the top eighth graders in the city when I came out, and I could really handle the ball. I could dribble. But it didn't really translate to the high school game. I listened to my coaches my freshman and sophomore year. And then after my sophomore year, I let my neighborhood get in my head, tell me I should do this and I should do that, and kind of throw through my high school career off. What I would say to the kids is, listen to your coaches. They have your best interests in heart. And then it's about your work ethic. If you're working hard in the classroom and on the court, everything will pave off for you. And then they really want to understand that at this point of time, that it's all about a stage. It's a stage of your life that you'll never get back. So enjoy every minute of it, as well as make sure that when you look back, you look back with no regrets. I, I want to ask you guys one final comment. Best advice a coach ever gave you that you would pass on to a current student athlete right now? You have to work in life for everything you get, but you will not get everything you work for. What about you? That's a deep one. I came deep on that one, didn't I? <laughs> Give them one last word of wisdom. Just believe in yourself. My whole career, it was all mental. My mental was stronger than my physical. I just believe. Now that was deep. That was deeper than, than what I was looking for. Hey, thank you, gentlemen, and continue to do the great work you do with these young men. Thank you very much for joining us on the High School Holler Sports Show. All right, thank you. Nice meeting you. No problem. Thanks. Thanks a lot. High School Holler. Want to thank all the coaches at Raw Athletics. Coming up next on the H2S2 Show, Coaches Chatter. You don't want to miss it. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Welcome back to the High School Holla Sports Show. 
Time now for another edition of Coaches Chatter, where we talk with Chicago area coaches about their experience inside and outside of the sport that they coach. We give you, our listeners, another perspective of Chicago high school athletics. But today, we're going to take a little twist as we introduce to you and invite our first college coach to the Coaches Chatter segment, being brought to you by Robin Patrice, a trend-setting and one-of-a-kind online store offering first-rate products and exceptional customer service to shoppers from the comfort of their own home. To find out more about their products and accessories, check them out at RobinPatrice.com. That's R-O-B-B-I-N-P-A-T-R-I-C-E.com, where homemade is the new black and the official sponsors of this week's Coach's Chatter segment. This week, the H2S2 took Coach's Chatter to another level, so to speak. We sit down, not just any college coach. This coach played Chicago high school basketball and was one of the best in the country during her era. And now, this coach has come home to coach after having a stellar college career as a player and now having coached some of the best women in basketball. We introduce to you Tasha Pointer, the new women's head basketball coach at UIC, and our special guest on the H2S2 Coaches Chatter. Exclusive hot new high school holla. We normally, as all of you know, interview area high school coaches on this Coaches Chatter segment. But recently, when UIC Flames announced their choice to lead their women's basketball team, this interview was tailor-made for the H2S2 show. Our guest today, a graduate of Whitney Young High School, where she was a parade All-American, a Sun-Times Player of the Year. She was one of the top players in the country. She played and led Rutgers Scarlet Knights to their first Final Four appearance. She's the Rutgers Hall of Fame. She's been a collegiate coach. If that's not enough, now she's our very first college coach here as our special guest on H2S2 Coaches Chatter Show. We welcome Chicago's very own and Whitney Young Dolphin alum, Tasha Poiter, to the H2S2 Coaches Chatter Box. Welcome, Coach Poiter. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Thanks so much for having me. We ask all of our guests on the show to share their high school experience. Just tell us a little bit about your experience at Whitney Young. My high school experience was extremely memorable for me. I remember um, going to school with some of the brightest minds um, at the high school level at the time in Chicago. At the time, we were ranked number one in in the city as well as the state for public high schools. And then I remember um, athletically being one of the top, not just top players, but we had one of the top teams in the state along with our men's basketball team. So I think um, every time I think about my high school experience, I think about championships and getting it done from the chess club to football at the time baseball softball you name it we tried to claim it and so I think the thing that uh, I'm most fond of in terms of my high school experience was being around great people outstanding people people that were motivated um, driven to be the best I'm just so excited to see some of my former teammates um, they are so successful after college because as you know sometimes um, after high school some people decide college is not for them but to keep track of the number of student athletes I especially played with and looked up to 
while in high school, I can just about say 97% of us are all successful in our own own walk of life. But I'm just excited that I went to a high school that was so empowering for not just us as um, athletes, but as students as well. And so when I think about my high school experience and especially reconnecting to the Chicagoland area, I have so many friends who are so successful, be it engineering, some of them are in a medical field, some are lawyers. I'm just, I'm taken aback that inside of Whitney Young High School, there was so much greatness and I'm honored that I will—I can say that I'm another number from Whitney Young's legacy because the brightest minds come through there. And so I always big up Michelle Obama because at the end of the day, we always tell people you should have been a dolphin because then you can rub greatness. I heard that, Coach. I love it. I love it. Now, Coach, you heard me mention some of your accolades, and and I do mean listeners some. There's a whole lot of them. Which stands out to you? Um, I would probably say the ones that stand out to me is my high school coach, um, Mr. Arthur Penny, may he rest in peace. He did so many outstanding things, not just for myself, but for every Whitney Young Lady Dolphin. And I am proud to say that everyone that I went to school with and played with, especially my, my high school class, 97, we all received college athletic scholarships. And so we even had one young lady who was hard of hearing and she received a college scholarship. So when I think about people and my Whitney Young experience, I'm out of all the accolades, I'm probably ecstatic to know that all of us receive college athletic scholarships and we enjoyed our time. That's awesome. Now, Coach, I, I want to talk about that since we mentioned college athletic scholarships. What was the process like for you? I, I'm sure it's it's changed a bit, but what was it like for you, that process? The process was difficult because at the time, Mr. Penny, he was so used to having some of the best and brightest um, young ladies that he he made me take the time to go through my, my list and why I would have a list of, say, top 10. And so sometimes he would say, oh, girl, you must be crazy. You wouldn't want to go there. And so he knew I was a city kid. And so some schools that were recruiting me because I didn't know exactly where they were located in terms of towns or if they were in cities, metropolitan areas, Mr. Penny would say, like, no, like we getting them, no, no, they they not in the list. <laughs> and I, all I could think was, and my teammates could appreciate this, all I could think was, you know, I don't know why he's saying this, but just because they were a top 25 team, that didn't make the fit right for me and so he was he knew me well enough that he was able to discern which schools would probably be best for me just from a social perspective or environment and so from there I was able to cut down my list but also have my list make sense and so I I remember the process being one of which my parents as well as uh, Mr. Penny they actually did home visits with me whenever a college coach would come in college coach they were grilled on everything from playing style to campus life to diversity and so those things were really important because I didn't want to be just one person and didn't have anybody that I could identify with, along with being able to compete at the highest levels. And so the, the one thing that I enjoyed when I uh, decided to attend Rutgers, I felt like Rutgers had the total fit for me academically, athletically, socially, as well as um, my desire to major in communications, journalism and mass media. I knew that going east... Rutgers is located in New Jersey and Central Jersey in particular. It was like a 45 minute ride into New York City, the heart of New York. So 
I felt like if I couldn't become all of which I wanted to become from an academic standpoint, there was no one else to blame but myself because I was going to the media capital of the world. And if you can't find it in New York, then you can't find it at all. And so um, I was just eager and excited. But I, I would say the most important piece in college recruiting for me, and I think it still remains the same even now, Kids and parents have to know what works for their kid. And so what may work is an urban environment. What may not work is a typical college town where outside of those um, five miles or 10 miles of the school, there's absolutely nothing. And so it, it all depends on what type of coaching staff they want to be under, what type of team they would like to play with and for. I think um, there are a number of variables, but it's what makes each person happy and what's most important for them. We mentioned you're the head coach now of the UIC Flames women's basketball team. What did you take, put into what you now calling your coaching philosophy? I took several things from each person. I think for my high school coach, Mr. Penny, it was more of always do right by other people's kids and also always make sure that if you can, put those kids on a platform where they can be seen and heard. I think from Coach Stringer, I learned the power of preparation and determination. Oftentimes, people tell you what you can do, but it's most important that you believe in your heart of hearts, what you would like to do and you go out there and work hard for it. I think as it relates to the preparation piece, it's really, really important that if you see something that you want to become, you have to prepare to become that. And so when things get tough, if in your preparation, you have been working hard, working hard, in the end, as you continue to do the work, you'll get to the part or the place where you want to, to ultimately land, but it has everything to do with preparation and time management after that. Did you feel like it was in your advantage when you would go out because you recruited some of the top players in the country? You utilized what you went through as a player, what you now know as a coach. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So I think it's been easier for me to actually recruit. One, because I played at the highest levels. And as a woman, I could identify with young girls growing up. It's not something I have to think about like, oh, um, maybe you should try this. But as a woman, I know what works. I know what works as it relates to becoming a better player. I think the other part that I've learned and since have grown tremendously after becoming a mom myself, not only do I see the game differently, but in recruiting, I understand when uh, parents say, well, that's not best for my child. And I get it. And so I'm able to recruit people authentically and be transparent. Whereas sometimes some coaches may do it because it's their job. I do it because it's my passion. And so people can see and feel the passion in me. And I want the best for their kid. Why do I want the best for their kid? Because I have kids. And so I know what it's like to recruit somebody else's kid. But reality is I'm a teacher first. And I get to teach life skills through basketball. And so basketball is the vehicle, but I am a teacher. And so they call me coach, but I get to utilize every minute of the day being a teacher and a coach combination, not taking one away from the other. And then when I add my mom hat to it, I think um, 
I think it helps me to become a smarter coach um, when I get out there and display that I can still play. I think it just makes me a unique, I would say, coach overall. They don't still challenge you on the court, do they? You Every now and then, you know, I have to pull out my sneakers and show them I still got it. You know, it's just like riding a bicycle, right? Even though you haven't done it in years, like every now and then it comes back to you and you're like, oh, I still got it. But I will tell you the next day, I am hurting for certain. <laughs> they, they don't make the bones like they used to. But I, I do enjoy getting out there with the girls sometimes. What is your overall coaching philosophy? I think my overall coaching philosophy is to meet people where they are, to instill greatness in them, to pull it out of them, as well as to be a disciplinarian, but at the same time, be loving and caring off the court. I think most players really, really need coaches who care once they get off the floor. So in between those lines, 94 feet, I'm all about the business, the business of teaching them to be skillful, but at the same time, to be strategic as we play and execute plays and things like that. But off the court, I'm just um, a loving, bubbly person who wants the best and the most out of life, not just for myself, but for the players that I uh, coach as well. Coach Pointer, how did you get started in coaching? You know what? So here's a story. It's a long story, I feel like, but I'm going to make it real short. So I got drafted to WNBA, and then I got cut. And I had no idea what to do. So one of my mentors at the time was Secretary of State. He forced me to get up and get out of my own way by making me just go and watch and learn from him, right? So from there, got a chance to run into Rutgers president, and so we got a chance to talk. I ended up going back to graduate school, and in grad school, I was getting my master's in education, administration, and supervision, and I realized that, hmm, I might want to coach. So I said, you know what, I'm never going to be a basketball coach. So I started off being a softball coach, which at the time, I was teaching and coaching, and it was like, yeah, that's the thing for me. And then gradually, I was like, oh, I should probably try basketball. And I didn't really want to because I thought all of my coaches were crazy. <laughs> and so I didn't want to coach because I felt like I witnessed crazy, right? And then what you realize, once you get into coaching, and I got my first start at Columbia University in New York City, but what you realize is that every coach has a level of crazy in them. It's just which kids help to bring out the crazy in you. But overall, um, it's it's an awesome experience. I can't imagine doing anything else. Now, wait, wait, wait. You just mentioned something that I didn't know. Softball? Softball. I actually played on Whitney Young's um, softball team. We actually went to the Final Four for high school, but it wasn't it wasn't a love love. Like it, I wasn't passionate about softball as I am about basketball. I want to talk about how does it feel to be back home. It feels great. I ran from coming back home. So I think the hardest part, I grew up um, in the inner city of Chicago. And so oftentimes when you grow up in an urban area, you see some of the the worst things that could happen. And so um, some of my friends uh, growing up, they, they were killed. Some were put in jail and some just decided to have kids at an early age, 13 and 14. So I never got a chance to really experience the bright sides of Chicago. And so I ran away because my view, my lens was something of pain, struggle. So I thought that getting away from Chicago would allow me to grow as a young lady. And so it did. It allowed me to grow. But while I was away, Dorothy says it in The Wizard of Oz, there's no place like home. So 20 years later, 
having the opportunity to return home um, was by far the best thing. But 20 years later, returning home, I got a chance to see Chicago in a different light, a different lens. Not the one of pain and struggle, but the one of joy, happiness, lakefront, everybody thriving. People feeling like there's an upswing instead of a downswing. And so because of that, it allowed me to view UIC differently. But more importantly, I feel like God gave me an opportunity to be an example for others. You don't have to run away from Chicago. It's just that you need someone else to help you alter your lens of Chicago and to show you different things. And because I had such outstanding, and I still do have awesome mentors, they gave me a different perspective, changed my lens, and it allowed me to see that part of what I endured growing up, that was a part of my struggle and my past. It has made me who I am, but my future is different because I now see differently and so I can respond differently, but I can also touch the next young lady who has been a part of the struggle, but identify with the fact that because I was a part of the struggle at one point, I was able to overcome. So I'm able to show others how to overcome and not be tied down to their environment. So if you go outside of your environment, you can see more, you can become more, you can aspire to be more, you could touch other people who have greatness in them and other people can touch you and call out greatness from you and then you can walk around, you could um, display that. But I don't think that you can help people to to see Chicago unless you provide them with a different lens. And so taking a UIC job allows me to provide other young ladies with a different lens. I want to find out. I'm a student athlete. I'm a young lady. And I'm wondering, what does Coach Pointer look for in a student athlete? I look for body language. I look for how they interact with teammates. I look to see if a substitution happens and they are walking to the bench. Are they walking? Are they running? Are they rolling their eyes? Um, are they staring down the head coach? Are they saying some slick under their breath? Oh, I'm looking at. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm looking at parents. I'm looking the way parents respond and act in the stands. I'm watching how mom or daddy may get up and talk to the coaches in any type of way. Um, I'm looking at uh, how parents interact with their kids, how their kids interact with them. I'm looking at how their kids act towards janitors or anybody who they feel is beneath them. I'm looking at how they respond to somebody who they feel like is their superior. I try to look for it all because the difference between winning and losing, winners win and losers don't, but that has more to do with character than it does with skill. And so when I'm looking, I'm recruiting uh, character, which isn't a just check the box, but I'm looking for kids who have character plus skill. I want to ask you, and you can answer this from whatever perspective since you've played on every level, has women basketball changed from the from the era that you are used to to date? I think so. I think women's basketball is phenomenal. There's so many more young ladies that are playing. I think the hardest part is the WNBA is not doing as well in terms of fanfare support. But um, the market for women's basketball, oh my gosh, club basketball, grassroots basketball, it's continued to grow. And so I think for us, it's, uh, it's making sure that we continue to grow the game. I'm excited more now about the things that young ladies have 
at their fingertips in terms of learning how to play basketball and actually playing. I mean, you have YouTube now where anything you want to learn, it's on YouTube. Whereas before you had to go to camps and clinics to like figure out how to play or be the only girl on an all boys team until you got to high school. So I think it's an exciting time to be a young lady and to play the game. The skill work, skill development is unreal. It's unmatched. And I'm excited for my daughters and the young ladies that I recruit in the future because there's so much at their fingertips and all they have to do is take advantage of it. Now, Coach, we're going to do a little rapid fire. We're down to the clock. Okay. I'm putting the ball in Coach Tasha Pointer's hand. What coach most influenced you as a player and coach? I think uh, my high school coach, Arthur Penny, as well as C. Vivian Stringer from Rutgers. Best advice you were given as a basketball player? Play hard every time. Hard work can always win over talent. Best advice you were given as a coach? Always do your best, strive and prepare, but most importantly, remain disciplined. Your most memorable moment at Rutgers? Going to the Final Four. I was thinking Hall of Fame, though. I was thinking Hall of Fame, but, but that's a good one. That was a good one. All right. Best advice you can give a current student athlete? I have so many. Best advice, I would say, you never know how far you can go until you try. Most fun for you, as a player or as a coach? As a player, nothing beats being a player. Like, as a player, you get to control so much more. As a coach, you hope that people will execute your vision. But as a player, you get to execute the vision. Last one. What's going to make UIC Flames women's basketball the new exciting thing in Chicago basketball? Our passion, our intensity, our effort, our ability to play 94 feet, and along with having free-flowing offense. I think that when you see us defensively, we're going to be really, really good. We're going to put pressure on the ball, and as a result, we're going to be able to score so many more points because we'll get tips, deflections, and leak outs for layups, but then we'll have players who play an exciting brand of basketball where we're dribble penetrating, kicking it out to a three-point um, shooter, and so it allows it to be a free-flowing game instead of a stagnant a great time sitting here with you talking about your high school experience college everything we always want to extend an opportunity to you as our guest say something to the people who supported you throughout your years as a player as coach as we like to say give hollers out to the people that been supporting you okay i want to give a holler a shout out to i would say my parents first because i actually learned how to play basketball from my dad it's interesting, my dad is one of those guys where he, he called himself babysitting. Mothers don't call it babysitting, you just gotta take the kids out. But dads, I'm, I'm babysitting, so shout out to my mom. Shout out to my dad for teaching me how to play basketball, he and his friends. My brothers, Dion, Johnny, Jatan, Henry, for putting up with me over all these years and also helping me be a better basketball player. My husband, who I actually met in college, had a chance to play basketball against him. Yes, I won, that's why he said I do, absolutely. Shout out to all of my teammates, middle school, high school, as well as college teammates. I couldn't be in my position right now without them. So I thank everybody who has touched me indirectly as well as directly in shaping my life and helping me to become the lady that I am. That's all I got. Coach Point, thank you for joining us on the Coach's Chatter. We, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much. High School Holla. Again, I want to thank Coach Tasha Pointer for joining us on the Coach's Chatter. 
Remember, let's go out and support all of our area coaches and their programs from elementary school, high school, and college. Let's especially support those coaches such as Tasha Pointer who return home and create opportunities for our student-athletes to shine locally at the collegiate level. So go out and let's support UIC Flames women's basketball program this season. When we return, it's Diva Sports. Find out about Chicago Public Schools' first female wrestling club. It's next on the High School Holler Sports Show. With a name like Cruise Planners, you might expect us to only sell, well, cruises. But in fact, what we sell are unforgettable travel experiences, regardless of where you're headed or how you'll get there. Because we believe the freedom to travel should come with a freedom of choice. We call it our Cruisitude, a positive outlook on life and zest for travel. Whether you're looking for an all-inclusive resort in the Caribbean, a history-rich European tour, an exciting African safari, an intimate river cruise, a memorable ocean voyage, or a destination wedding of a lifetime. Cruise Planners helps take the stress and burden of planning it all off your shoulders. Because we understand the hardest part about travel is the actual planning. You know, spending hours upon hours online, comparing prices, reading hotel reviews from people you don't even know, and trying to figure out what to do when you get there. I mean, why spend four weeks planning your one-week vacation? It can take the fun out of the experience. But luckily, Cruise Planners Travel Advisors are travel rock stars. All of our travel agents are travelers like you, but have an encyclopedia of travel knowledge. So just let them know what you want to experience, and like that, they can personally design your ultimate vacation, no matter your travel style or budget. And you can take all of that knowledge with you when you download the Cruise Planners mobile app. So much travel information right in the palm of your hand. Cruise Planners is an American Express travel representative and also has access to exclusive travel offers so you won't have to worry about whether you're getting the best value for your experience. Your Cruise Planners travel professional is here to help turn your travel dreams into a travel reality. So contact your Cruise Planners travel advisor today. Welcome back to the High School Holler Sports Show and our Diva Sports segment brought to you by our friends at CP Travel Squad. For the best in cruises, resort vacations, or to book a vacation with an unforgettable experience, call Monera at 312-371-5985. You can also check out other great deals on their Facebook page at CP Travel Squad, the official sponsors of the H2S2 Diva Sports segment. Now, earlier this year, you may have heard us tell you about tryouts for a wrestling club called Beat the Streets. You might have also heard us say it's CPS' first all-female wrestling club that competes at events throughout the Midwest and the country. We had an opportunity to sit down with Coach Lloyd Jimenez and the Divas of the Wrestling Mat to find out more about this great new organization for female wrestlers. Check out this week's Diva Sports Spotlight on the Windy City Female Wrestling Club called Beat the Street. 
High School Holla. Welcome to another edition of Diva Sports. Earlier this year, we had been telling you about our first female wrestling club for CPS students called Beat the Streets. Here to tell you more about this awesome female wrestling club and these talented divas of the Met is the coach of Beat the Streets, Lloyd Jimenez, joins us as our special guest. Welcome, Coach Jimenez. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for asking. Now, start by telling us about this uh, Windy City Ladies Club. Uh, it's an opportunity for the girls of Chicago. We had quite a few that wrestled around the city this year uh, on their high school team, so we opened it up since I have two outstanding females at Dunbar, one who took second in the city this year against all the boys, and that sort of led the way for us to bring the club to Dunbar, but we have several different schools and several different levels of wrestling here with our females, so it's an opportunity for them to come and learn with each other and I teach them like I taught the other girls on my team technique as though they're going against somebody that's stronger than them allow them to participate against the boys who most of the time are stronger so those are the techniques I teach to the practices now I personally Coach Jimenez had never heard of an all-female wrestling club these girls compete across the Midwest and the country correct? That's correct. Uh, we competing in Indianapolis. We went to Byron, Illinois last weekend, and we were competing against teams from Missouri, other places in Illinois. There's people from Indiana, Wisconsin, and uh, previous years there was Kansas, Colorado, and other teams that came there. Middle of March during spring break, we were down in Oklahoma City wrestling a national folk style tournament. Yeah, and if our listeners remember, we gave you a full report on how these young ladies did. Tell me, what age group does this type of wrestling club begin? We get girls that are going to be close to high school age, and we get them in here. We have a 6th grader, we have uh, three eighth graders, and a 7th grader, all the way up to a senior in high school. Do they compete only against girls, or do they also compete against boys as well? During the spring and summer, it's the girls only versus girls. So it gives them an opportunity to see how good they can actually be. Now, you spoke about spring and summer. How long is a wrestling club's season? Spring through the summer. We started the last week in February, and if they make their goal, which is the Junior Olympics in Fargo, North Dakota, they'll be back home uh, somewhere around July 21st, and then have a break before school year starts. Now, Coach Jimenez, tell us and our listeners, what is the criteria for a young lady who wants to join this wrestling club? CPS student is $15 for their USA card and a willingness to work hard and learn. That's it. Now tell us about the other coaches that help you in the preparation of these talented young ladies. Well, we have a recently inducted Hall of Fame coach, uh, Ron Wilson from Bowen High School. We have uh, Alexander Peacock from Solario High School, and we also have... Um, Dan Veer, who's our immediate program director for Beat the Street Chicago, who comes in and gives us some time. We also have some outstanding parents that come in. I have Robert Watson come in. Uh, he has his daughter in the program, but he's been coaching USA Wrestling. She's been wrestling for about five or six years already, and she's only in seventh grade. So, And then we also have a gentleman that works with Illinois USA Wrestling, Sean Baker, who is uh, during the day, he's a day trader. So okay. he comes in, wrestles, and practices. He, he runs his own club, but he comes over and gives us a clinic. <laughs> uh, so all the girls get a chance to learn something new. So I usually let him come and start with the basics for 
for the freestyle, which is Olympic style wrestling, and that's the same style the girls wrestle in college, so that's why we focus so much on this. The style they wrestle in high school against the boys, they don't wrestle that style in college. So this is the opportunity for the colleges to see them do this type of wrestling, the one they will be doing in college, against other girls nationwide, and then that's when girls start getting offered money to go to college. Now, Coach Jimenez, how can our listeners help support these divas on the mat and this female wrestling club? Through Beat the Streets Chicago, uh, where they're a nonprofit organization that has, you can get a tax deduction for donating, and what we do is we ask you to find them on Facebook, uh, reach out to them about donating money to the Girls Club, and earmark it for that, and they'll be able to get it to us in the ways of lodging, transportation, or even entries to the tournaments that we still have to wrestle. The president of the organization for Chicago is Mike Powell from Oak Park River Forest Wrestling, and he said as long as we get skin in the game, they're going to match some skin, so if we get $2,000 in donations over everybody sending $10, then they might match and give us $2,000 as well. But it's all based on it's all based on how much we can push and get people to uh, donate and get people to recognize or even like the Facebook page. Uh, we put a lot of information on there, and we got pictures, and we got videos uh, for the kids to see, because there's seven different boys programs that are run through Beat the Streets. A score program elementary all the way from 5th all the way to 8th grade. Then you got high school kids and different programs. That seems to be where most of their money goes towards. So when I ask people to donate for the girls program, you know, because we don't have uh, the pipeline going to that. We, we have some resources, you know, coaching availability, t-shirts, shorts, and we've already asked them for some uniforms, but that also costs money as well, because they're specially cut uniforms for the females. Okay, Let's get out of this. We want you to come out and support as much as you can. There's an Beat the Streets event, which is one of our fundraisers, June 2nd at Taft High School. Okay. So if they want to come and see what we're doing, boys and girls, tell them to come out. Okay, well, you keep us informed on, on the exact time, and we're going to keep our listeners informed to make sure we come and support you guys. Coach, I got to ask, how proud are you of these young ladies? Like a father. Now, they all come to me uh, with different needs on the wrestling mat, and sometimes with the Beat the Street mission statement and vision is that we're not just teaching wrestling here. We're teaching life skills, and we're teaching morals. Uh, now, it doesn't have to be my morals that they develop. They can be their own, but we ask them to develop their own so they can live by a certain way. And if it's the Christian way, it's the Christian way. If it's a Muslim way, it's the Muslim way. We don't intersect in any of that. We just want them to be able to be proud of who they are and how they conduct themselves as young ladies on the mat and off the mat. And then hopefully build up their grades so they get an opportunity to get a scholarship. They can accept it. What would you like to say as we always give our guests an opportunity to thank the many people and those who have already helped you guys? We call it giving out big hollers. What would you like to say to those people who supported you and these young ladies? I'd like to say I'm really proud of the girls and the opportunity came from my principal Gerald Morrow here at Dunbar, our LSC president Greg Austin who is an alumni as well as a wrestler. They really spearheaded and allowed us to have this program here to allow these girls to have this opportunity to do this and I really just want to make sure that they know that we really appreciate them. There's also some other people. There's a firefighter named Ozzy Porter. Uh, he came and gave a clinic earlier in the year. We also have Derek Givens, an alumni at Dunbar who's been involved donating helping out the kids to do what they need to do if the kids don't have money to go to the tournament he, he's no no problem digging in his pocket for 50 or 60 dollars to give to a couple of the girls that need it and he don't have to do that he don't have any kids here so he just really, really feel proud of watching these girls develop and grow into young women and the opportunity they have to maybe go to the next level and wrestle in college 
We appreciate you allowing us to experience this. Tell people, once again, how they can learn more about Beast of Streets and the ladies of the mat. We put a lot of things on uh, Facebook, and uh, there's some other things on social media. So it's called Beat the Streets Chicago Wrestling Program. And the idea is to keep the kids off the streets by learning how to wrestle. Coach Lloyd Jimenez, thank you for being our special guest on the Diva Sports segment. And we're getting ready to meet some of these young ladies. Thank you. High School Holla. Diva Sports. Talk to Coach Lloyd Jimenez about some of these divas of the mat. Now we want you to get to know them personally, and we're going to let them introduce themselves, starting with... Kiovani Santos. And what school you go to? Dunbar. And you're the class of... 2018. <laughs> All right, the senior of the group. We also have with us... Nani Marie McFadden, Bowen High School, 2018. Okay. <laughs> and we also... We got five girls here, by the way. Go ahead. Kalaya Harris, Harlan, 2018. <laughs> she just had to think about it. That's all. That's all. And we also with Melissa De La Garza, Solorio, 2020. All right. And last but not least, we have you're the baby of the bunch, huh? <laughs> you are Natalia Watson from Barack Obama. Oh, all right. All right, class of. 2024. 2024. Seems so far, but it'll be here before you know it. Trust me. Now, I want to ask you girls, what started you to want to wrestle? We'll start with the senior. Um, I was convinced by my auntie. She started wrestling, so she's like, you should join. So I did it with her, and I liked it, so I'm still wrestling. Now, is that pretty much for all of you? What, what got it you all interested? Um, there was no track team at my school, and I needed a sport to stay in shape. I heard the boys talking about wrestling, and I'm like, that sounds hard. I want, I want to do something that's difficult. Like, it's just something I wanted to try. Now, you're not going to Bowen, you know, doing any of these moves on these boys, are you? You know, by headlock, are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? So, I started, like, football at first, and after football season was over, uh, I would try it out for, I was trying to see if there was any boxing, and there wasn't, and I, my coach, like, came up to me, he was like, there's a wrestling team. I was like, oh, okay, so I'll just try it out, and I liked it after that. Now, you play football at Harlem? I play, I'm basically an all-athlete, play every sport. Watch out. Watch out now. I'm, I'm scared of you. Well, I'm so proud of that. And what about you? Um, when I first came to Solorio, because I'm a freshman, I was looking for some more sports to join to get my name out there. And my coach, he came up to me one day. He just said, you look like you could wrestle. You should wrestle. Yeah, you got to come to our practice. You know, I was like, okay, wrestling. Like, I never thought of it. It was like competitively. So I went into it. I saw the guys doing it. I was like, yeah, one day I'm going to beat you. I got it. I got I got y'all, so now I'm here. You beat the guys yet? Some of them. It's yet to be all of them, you know? Oh. <laughs> all right. She's, hey, fellas, I'm telling you, watch out. She got a list. I believe she has a hit list out there. What about you? I started going to practice with my brother, and at first I didn't understand. And then we went to school, and I started getting bullied. So my brother said, if that's the case, just come rest in practice, try it out, see how it might be, and you could defend yourself. So I went. I went to practice. First it was fun, and then the coaches was like, well, you're starting to become good, so just try it out. So then my dad actually started putting me in meets, and I started getting into it, and after that it's just been consistent. 
and the bullying stopped. stopped. Yeah, I bet it did. Oh, right. right. I'm, I'm sure it did. Now, I want to ask you girls, what is it about it that drives you on this mat when you're on that mat? Um, just the fact that I have people out there supporting me and helping me that keeps going. So I know that if I have them, that means I could keep going. So if there's other people out there, other girls at that, that's out there wrestling, that means I can keep doing it. It's going to help me. Uh, I think what drives me is just the motivation that, or the mindset that I put myself in before I go into the match. Just if I can, it's almost like a point I'm trying to prove to myself that if I want to get somewhere and achieve and do the best that I can to my fullest ability, this is what I'm going to do. When I go into the mat, I want to wrestle the hardest six minutes of my life. You know, I want to put everything I have into that mat because I want to show everybody, my family, my just everybody in my life that if you really want to work towards something that you'll put it and you'll work, you'll put everything, you know? All right. Well, basically, I'm a very aggressive person. I have, like, a lot of built-up anger. Uh, no, not you. I can't tell <laughs> football and all that. No. Yeah, so, like, I, sometimes I just need to blow off steam. So, I, yeah, I just wrestle, you know? That's a great way. Yeah. I mean, it's better than what other kids are doing, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I give you applause for that. What about you? Um, the type of person I am, anything that frustrates me, it's difficult for me I'm going to push through it And I'm going to do it Like Wrestling is so frustrating And it's so hard To get moves down packed Especially when boys Are like They don't want you To get better than them They want to Hold you back So it's like I just fight And I tell myself I'm not I'm not ever going to quit I'm a, I have my name out there I'm going to get better I'm going to go somewhere And they're going to Look back at me And like Wow she did it I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure Well Really what drives me Is like just knowing you can inspire somebody else like so if you know you're gonna be the next champion so you know someone's gonna be looking at you so you can just inspire them to be you know be a part of the sport so just making the sports bigger is just everything. Talk about the coaches that you have how great are they? Man my coach coach Jay is everything he's like dad to me he like gives me everything he motivates me pushes me and just tries to get me where I'm trying to go. I mean, my coach, when I first came, he um, he told me, you're going to be a state champ. Like, he motivated me from the jump, and that's why I keep doing it. He tell me, like, he going to help me get into college, and he's like a friend, like a best friend. He look, he, he says he's going to treat me like a daughter, everything like that. That's, so that's how I look at him. Um, well... My coach left me for CBS, but he left me, you know, you know, he left me like with shame on him. No, 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 no shame on him. No shame on him. He's actually actually a really good person. He left me with a lot of motivation, self-confidence. Like, you know, I I just really got out there with that. That's great. That's great. My coach, Peacock, man, he gives me so much motivation from the start. Like, he just told me, like, even though, because I'm the only girl in my school on the team, he said, even though you're only a girl, like, I want you to work just as hard as everyone else. And he just, because I came to a breaking point, you know, and he just always told me, like, it's going to be worth it. Like, you just need to push through all this hard work. It pays off. And everybody's in here for a reason, you know, and only the hardest of the hardest can be in this sport, you know. It's not easy at all. So only the people who want to work their hardest and put in all their effort is going to make it. I mean, my coach, he really, he's like another father figure to me. He's been there for my side. Even when I wanted to quit, he was there. Like, you're going to, it's going to push you to be harder. And at the end of the day, you're going to be a champion. So he's, he's one of the, He's a great coach. I couldn't ask for a better one. Just tell me, Coach Jimenez, what is the best advice he's given all of you? To never give up. 
to know that there's always going to be more opportunities to get better and everything's a learning experience. To quit being lazy and wrestle hard. <laughs> if you want to take it. Give it your all on the, when you get on the mat. I want to give you girls an opportunity. What we say, give big hollers out to the people that have supported you, to the people that have cheered you on. Give big hollers out to your people. Man, I want to I wanna just say thank you and shout out to my other coach, Coach Austin. I want to thank him. Um, thank you. Like, uh shout out to DQ. He helped me through my breaking point. He told me that it was going to happen. All these practices that I'm going to that I was going to be stressed out. So him, my mom, my my family period, and everybody in the wrestling room, they helped me. <laughs> I want to shout out to my mother for supporting me uh, everything I do. And my father for being there for me and my grandmother and all my family actually. <laughs> Man, I want to shout out to my family for just continuously pushing me. Shout out to my sister because I got her in wrestling now man i want to give her so much just love and thank you for being my motivation and shout out to all my friends who always text me like good luck i hope you win before every match it's just like so much to me i want to give a big shout out to all my coaches especially my family and my big brother because he's one of the biggest coaches even when i don't have a coach thank you for joining us on diva sports and just go out there and take it easy on the fellas <laughs> 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 no, thank you, girls. Good luck and best wishes, blessings to each and every one of you. And I'm sure each and every one of you are going to have an opportunity on the next level. So thank you guys for joining us on Diva Sports. Thank you. Thank you. High School Holla. Stay with us. More coming up from the High School Holla Sports Show. Holla. With a name like Cruise Planners, you might expect us to only sell, well, cruises. But in fact, what we sell are unforgettable travel experiences, regardless of where you're headed or how you'll get there. Because we believe the freedom to travel should come with a freedom of choice. We call it our Cruisitude, a positive outlook on life and zest for travel. Whether you're looking for an all-inclusive resort in the Caribbean, a history-rich European tour, an exciting African safari, an intimate river cruise, a memorable ocean voyage, or a destination wedding of a lifetime. Cruise Planners helps take the stress and burden of planning it all off your shoulders. Because we understand the hardest part about travel is the actual planning. You know, spending hours upon hours online comparing prices, reading hotel reviews from people you don't even know, and trying to figure out what to do when you get there. I mean, why spend four weeks planning your one-week vacation? It can take the fun out of the experience. But luckily, Cruise Planners Travel Advisors are travel rock stars. All of our travel agents are travelers like you, but have an encyclopedia of travel knowledge. So just let them know what you want to experience, and like that, they can personally design your ultimate vacation, no matter your travel style or budget. And you can take all of that knowledge with you when you download the Cruise Planners mobile app. So much travel information right in the palm of your hand. Cruise Planners is an American Express travel representative and also has access to exclusive travel offers so you won't have to worry about whether you're getting the best value for your experience. Your Cruise Planners travel professional is here to help turn your travel dreams into a travel reality. So contact your Cruise Planners travel advisor today. No one
son can do it. This is Coach Lloyd Jimenez from Dunbar High School and Beat the Street Chicago Girls Wrestling Club. You're listening to the H2S2 show, the best show in Chicago for high school sports. That's our show for the week. Thank you for sharing another Saturday with us. Before we let you go, there's a few things you need to know. Don't forget the Shot City Diamond Classic scheduled for Monday at Guaranteed Rate Field has been canceled. Go to their website and check out any details for refunds if you've already purchased the ticket. During the Diva Sports segment, it was mentioned about their upcoming wrestling event for both girls and boys wrestlers at Taft High School on Saturday, June the 2nd. Let's make sure we as a city and a community go out and support this Beat the Street event. Remember, it's Saturday, June the 2nd at Taft High School. Now, if you're a school athletic director or coach that is having a sports camp or training event that helps Chicago area youth and student athletes let us know we want to be sure to support your efforts as well by giving your event a mention on the show to help get the word out as a part of our mission to keep the children safe from the streets while learning to become better athletes we'd like to say a special thanks as always to our guests beat the streets Coach Lloyd Jimenez, UIC women's head basketball coach and Whitney Young alum, Tasha Pointer, Howard Martin, and the coaches from Raw Athletics Basketball Program, our special guest educators from Percy L. Julian, Kimberly Saunders, and Joseph Smith. Congrats once again to our shining star and winners of the White Sox video contest. Also from Percy L. Julian, Jerry Galloway, along with Xavier Ross, wrestling divas of the mat from beat the streets go out there and bring it home to chicago ladies we always want to thank our show partners and segment sponsors who make it all possible for us to bring you the best show in chicago covering high school sports we're looking to hear from you on our social media holler at us on facebook twitter snapchat you can find us just search for the name urban Fieldhouse. if you're on facebook like the show's facebook page the high school holler sports show with a thumbs up click a post of this broadcast along with many of our past shows and segments is available on our website that's urbanfieldhousemedia.com you can also subscribe to us on itunes podcast as well as on soundcloud just search for us under the name urban fieldhouse media remember this young people here's a bit of advice don't limit your challenges challenge your limits let's holler back at one another again next week as we do each and every saturday family always remember god loves you and we do too until next time high school holler hey chicago this is kivani santos representing from dunbar this is class of 2018 and you're listening to the high school holler sports show high school holler Hey Chicago, this is Nye Marie McFadden representing Bowen High School and the class of 2019. You're listening to the High School Holla Sports Show. High School Holla. Hey Chicago, this is Kalia Harris representing Harlan, class of 2020. You're listening to the High School Holla Sports Show. Okay, and Dolan from Morgan Park High School, and you're listening to the High School Holla Show. This is Bryce Hardy representing everyone from the class of 2015. Holla! Chicago, what up? This your boy Gerard Haynes from Hales Franciscan High School, home of the Spartans, class of 2004, stand up. And right now you're tuned in to the High School Holler Sports Show. Tune in right now or you're missing out. Get with it or get lost. 
This is Kim Taylor representing everyone from the class of 1991. Holla! Hey Chicago, this is Leo Negron representing Chicago's West Side, tuned in to the High School Holla Sports Show. This is Joel Simberg representing the class of 1986. Holla! This is Scott Kaziki representing everyone from the class of 1990. Holla! This is Patty G representing everyone from the class of 1990. Holla! This is Mark Douglas representing everyone from the class of 1980. Holla! Hey Chicago, this is Alasia Hardy from Perspective IIT Math and Science Academy class of 2016. You're tuned in into the High School Holla Sports Show. High School Holla! 